We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to wake up with a nice cup of morning roast. Featuring the Fillmore's finest, Monte Hill. <laughs> Just the way they run their organization with John and just let it ride, let it ride, let it ride, let it ride. We're going to get something here. We got Sam Loveman by himself, as we say, oh, baby, oh, baby, oh, baby. I was waiting for it. Oh, baby. <laughs> oh, baby. Things are so great for the 49ers. We got Warriors Celtics. We've got Brian Baldinger at 730. Oh, what a day on the morning roast here at 95.7. The game. Good morning, everybody out there. Get off their graveyard ship. Good morning to everybody. Everybody out there. On the roadways, driving safely. Everybody out there driving those muni buses, those muni trains, those BART trains, AC Transit. What is up? All my folks and roasters on YouTube and Twitch. And, of course, the Comcast business text line. Sam Loveman Solo Dolo. So we are efforting some sound here because we got to play it before we get into the meat of this show. We got Joe Spinotti back in for Joe Shaskin. Yes, Trust me, folks. Shasky's okay. Oh, he's good. Shasky's okay. He's all right. He'll be back soon. He needs time off. And at one point, we'll load let you managing. know. Come on, he is right. load managing. It's all right. Hey, he he's like managing. the Niners right now. <laughs> They're not sweating anyone yeah, no, out there. No, 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 no. He's fine. He's probably icing his knee right now. Oh, God. I don't think he's playing much sports. Out in the rain? But, I would hope not. But you know what I know he's doing? <laughs> he's he's enjoying. <laughs> he's enjoying. The Philadelphia Eagles spiraling oh, out of no. control. Oh, what a day. You really hate to see that if you're an Eagles oh, fan this morning. Oh, you you really fan. hate to see that oh, if you're an Eagle fan. And if you're a Niner it's fan, tough. you love to see you it. You love to see that. You love to see it. Because you know why? The 49ers will only have to travel out of the Pacific time zone one time for the rest of the season. One time. That's it. Just once. And that's to the day shit is capital on New Year's Day. Because other than that, you got two home games against the Baltimore Ravens and the Rams. You're going to have a home game in the playoffs in the divisional round because they are clinching home field advantage. The NFC runs through Levi Stadium, folks. We got home field advantage coming up. All you got to do is win two of the next three. And the NFC comes through Levi Stadium. And then you win those two home games. And they're singing, oh, <laughs> the Super Bowl's in Las Vegas. She won't have to leave, leave the Pacific time zone. Because Philadelphia can't handle their business. They're not committed right now. That's oh. what I heard from their quarterback, their leader, Jalen Hurts. Well, They're not committed? Well, well, maybe their defense is committed because Philadelphia's up 17-13, Joe Spadotti, on Monday oh Night Football God. in front of the nation. And it's a good game, right? It is. And Drew Locke 
has to go 92 yards to help the Seahawks win. We didn't even know Drew Locke was playing. Like this was like the closest like we've ever gotten for a non-committed quarterback I- I've seen in a long time. You had Adam Schefter obviously pregame for ESPN. Like, yeah, I still don't know. Well, kickoff's like in five minutes. Who's gonna be the quarterback? Eh. Geno Smith, Drew Locke. Ultimately, it was Drew Locke. And good for Drew Locke. All right. Guys, you know, bounced around a little bit. He was an afterthought in the rust trade. And he gets the dub. But Jalen Hurts and that Philadelphia Eagles team, Ooh. they're in shambles well, right well, now. Well, let's play the game when he touchdown. Oh, let's do it. Jackson, Jackson Smith, and Jigba. Joe Buck. End zone. It is caught. Touchdown, Seattle. Yeah, the Smith and Jigba has put the Seahawks on top. 29 yards to the rookie, his third touchdown catch of the year. What a throw by Drew Locke. What a throw by Drew Locke. It was. The one, what to, a catch. The one to DK he had earlier was on that drive. unreal. Yeah, on that drive. <laughs> yeah. and, and you know who they attacked? The guy Devo Samuel said was trash. James Bradbury. Oh, what a rough month for him. They didn't go at Ringo. They didn't go at any other back. They went at Bradbury. And Bradbury got torched. And so Philadelphia, despite, you know, switching defensive coordinators and naming Matt Patricia the defensive coordinator and Big Dom's in the suite eating food and stuff in his fat face. And you got Sirianni taking Whoa. shots at Pete Carroll. The Philadelphia Eagles are in shambles. And you're loving every second of and it. Then, no, but then the last drive. And we're going to have Baldy at 730. Third and eight at the end of the third quarter. Troy Aikman breaks it down. Baldy breaks it down on Baldy's breakdowns at Baldy NFL. Third and eight. He has a simple little drag route to Devontae Smith. Just get it to him, Jalen. No, the timing's off with A.J. Brown. He he throws a fade, a, a fade back, a fade stop. A.J. Brown's running the go route. Oh. That team looks broken right now. When I watch them, like even when they get the touchdowns, and it, it feels like it's whenever they have to do a tush push touchdown, and it's automatic. That's fine. Like they don't feel satisfied with that, though. In a weird way, it's just like we had to do that. Like we couldn't punch it in earlier. And we had to resort to that at the end. And it feels like that's all they pretty much got under their belt right now because Jalen Hurts, 17 to 31, mm-hmm. Buck 43, two picks. He's a broken player right now. He, he has broken. not looked right. All season long, basically. Uh, he did the 13 carries for 82 yards and do have the two touchdowns there. Rushing, again, the tush push. But outside of that, I mean, DeAndre Swift, okay, 18 carries, 74 yards. I thought they got away from the run way too much, got pass happy. I mean, 31 attempts in a game like that in the elements, you want to have that heavy run game going. And I thought Swift has been pretty damn good all year. I just don't know what's going on with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I don't know what's going on with the Dallas Cowboys. I do know that the Niners are a tier above both those teams, though. They're a tier above everybody in the NFC right now. I think I'm going AFC, close. too, but definitely yeah, the NFC. Yeah, we'll, we'll see about because they do have – they are 1-2 and two against the AFC North to 49ers, that is. Those defenses, um, we'll, we'll get to that. But right now we're going to gloat about the Eagles losing because Jalen Hurts, again, they had three timeouts with 28 seconds left. Three timeouts, 28 seconds left. Didn't make sense what they were. They tried to take a deep shot. Like, are you trying to win the game? What they needed 15 yards. Yeah. When we just watched Jake Elliott in the yellow mix kick have, a 50 yard yard field goal against the Buffalo Bills. They're the best kicker this year in the league. Like, what are we doing? In the league. I don't, yeah. It's, you need 15 yards. And you had Kenneth Gainwell coming out of the backfield. But no, Jalen wanted the home run. He wanted the home run. And you know what? Love intercepted it. Now, I don't know if he got that second foot down. Who cares? I don't care. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? I thought uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba, I thought he bobbled it, and then he didn't have control when I first saw it the first time, but he did regain control, and he got that knee down. Right. Hell of a throw, hell of a right. catch there. Shout out Drew Locke. I watched the post game with Drew Locke, too. Very hey, I could root for that kid. Very I could good. root for him. Very good. But Jalen Hurts after the game, 
Oh, it was all good just three weeks ago for Philadelphia. It was all good. Crossing Broad, Sports Radio 94, WIP, talking their talk. Them boys are in shambles. They're in shambles right now. Oh, you know, they didn't have a good night's sleep. The fact that they had to stay up until 1130 at night to watch that game. (laughs) Jalen Hurts after the game. Jalen Hurts playing from you, love. I've been talking about execution all year. Been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page. And we didn't execute. I don't think we're we're all we're um, committed enough. You know, you know, just just got to turn it around. You know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that? About being committed enough? Commitment. I don't don't know that. I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know. I was to say, <laughs> committed. You guys got it. You guys were just in a Super Bowl. Don't worry, Jalen. I have the definition per Google. Oh, oh what's the Commitment. definition? Could you give it to me? The state or quality of being dedicated to a cause. Their cause oh. right now is to lose. Right now, I don't think they're. I don't think they're dedicated or committed to winning. Yeah, no, right now. You know, the like great it. and late Al Davis used to say the commitment to excellence, Bonte. This is a commitment to excrement we're seeing from this offense. <laughs> I like that. Like that? I do like that. It's pretty bad. You didn't learn that at SF State. No. Go Gators. Let's go. Chomp you know, City. So, Jalen Hurts, look, they when you lose the Super Bowl, it's so tough to get back because you have that bullseye on your back despite losing that Super Bowl. And they've been, you know, I thought they were the best team for the first five weeks. Even though the Niners look better on paper, I still thought, you know what? To be the man, you have to beat them. They were in the Super Bowl, so you can only yeah, give them that. They you, you haven't know, lost yet. Yeah, But the 49ers, the 49ers stomped them in Philadelphia. I mean, six straight touchdowns on six straight possessions. And they went to Philadelphia and broke their spirits. And now they're fighting for their lives just to win the NFC East. So if you're a 49er fan like right now, think about where we were at during the bye week. Cincinnati came into Levi Stadium and kicked our ass. We had lost three straight. Debo was hurt. Trent was hurt. We didn't know what team we were going to get in Jacksonville. Boy, they made the trade for Jay Young right before the deadline. And it sent the jolt to everybody wearing red and gold, to everybody who supported the red and gold. And they went down in Jacksonville, and they stomped them 34-3. And the 49ers have not looked back. And Brock Purdy's playing the best quarterback in the league. And Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league. And all of a sudden, Debo Samuel looks like the best playmaker in the league. And Brennan Ayuk is just steady Eddie. It's third Ayuk now. It's not third and five. It's third and Ayuk. Where is he at? And George Kittle all of a sudden is, hey, remember me? I'm one of the best tight ends in football. So as we, you know, talk about the missed tackles, which the Niners had. They had 16 missed tackles against Arizona. They, they were a step slow. That bye week's going to come in handy. Boy, doesn't it feel great to be a 49er fan right now, knowing that. The NFC, if we take care of business next on Christmas Day or the week after in the nation's capital, Spadoni, the playoffs, the NFC playoffs are coming through Levi Stadium. Oh, I feel like Jim Harbaugh. Who's got it better than us? Nobody right now. And I'm juxtaposing both the teams that I've been watching with the Eagles and the Niners. Hell, you can just go with other teams around the league. There's so much frustration right now on sidelines. I don't know if you've been watching all the football. I'd actually, I do know. You're locked in, Bob. Yeah, we're locked in. You're locked in. We're locked in. Eagles sideline, a lot of arguing, a lot of pouting. Lot I mean, of hell, pouting. I thought Jalen Hurts was going to cry listening to that sound. That's what it sounded like. God. Um, 
We had Sean Payton ready to just go at Russell Wilson this past weekend. Yeah, just, Some, ripping, just ripping, ripping him. him ripping him. <laughs> what was his That deal? was very odd. And then they asked him about it after the game. He's like, I don't need to explain myself when I'm going at a player like that. I was like, oh, that, that yeah. doesn't sound very good. You got Patrick Mahomes pouting on the sideline, going out official and stuff like that. There is a lot of chaos with <laughs> a lot of the contenders. And then you just look at San Francisco. Oh. It's just the vibes are great. You'd think they're in Cancun right now with the vibes. They're chilling, but they're wishing they're in Cancun months from now after they're celebrating a championship trophy. Oh, they'll be in Vegas, and they'll just stay in Vegas. Caesars? Because that's what the operation is. It's Operation Vegas. And watching the Eagles lose last night, Spadoni, it did hit me with this. And 888-957-9570, I can't wait to talk to the Roasters this morning. I really can't because you got to be feeling great, great. We should. You got six days till Christmas. Come on. You talk about, you know, down in Santa Clara, the vibes being great. Well, I just got a text or a DM from Joseph Block. I hope I'm pronouncing his last name. Uh, B-E-L-A-C. Block. Bellick. We'll call him Joe. We'll just call him Joseph. You know who you are on uh, Instagram. He's DM me. And he sent me a photo of what it looks like outside the Nova Care Center at the Eagles Practice Center. It's today and it's last week. And it's a trash can. With Bradbury's name on it. Oh, no. Those are the vibes in Philadelphia. You really hate to see that. So, as much as they t- rip Debo Samuel out there in Philadelphia, no, we can't stay Debo. He's a crybaby. Well, Debo did say during the Super Bowl, Bradbury's trash. Well, Philadelphia Eagle fans have wisened up, and they started listening to Debo Samuel, and they placed a trash can outside of the Eagles' practice facility. I don't know if you can recover from this. Three straight losses after Debo Samuel talked the talk, Walked the walked, kick your ass. <laughs> then you got the Cowboys kicking your ass. Oh. And now Drew Locke? Drew Locke. I mean, yeah, Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, and Drew Locke. Drew do that. Locke. And who does Sirianni think he is? Oh, going at uh, Pete Carroll. Pete did have a very, what the hell are you doing, Pete yeah, Carroll I decision. Mean, he like, had an old man moment. Fourth and two, you're going to go for it. Um, Drew Locke was clearly down. They ruled it an incomplete pass prior to that, but it was clearly a sack. But the Eagles didn't challenge it. Carroll takes the timeout to avoid the false uh, the uh, delay of game. Mm-hmm. Sirianni then looks at the replay, throws mm-hmm. the flag. Then he looks over at the sideline saying, what the F are you doing, right? Like, Nick Sirianni literally is every 12- and 10-year-old in a right. Call of Duty Modern Warfare chat room circa 2007 <laughs> just going at it. Like, this guy is playing Madden but in real life and just trash-talking. Too bad it's not working for you, though. Hey, like, it's, like, it's one thing if you're trash-talking and you're winning – when you're losing, then it just seems childish. Sirianni, and maybe it's childish both ways, but especially if you're losing. It feels like Sirianni's going to be fired in two years. It, it does feel like if he they... He misses Shane Steichen. Yeah. He misses Gannon. Uh, those guys, Shasky's been all over that with Shane Steichen. They miss them tremendously. Jalen has not been the same. Obviously, they just demoted their defense coordinator and elevated, promoted Matt Patricia. So the Eagles are in shambles. They're in absolute shambles. I don't even know if we're going to see them in the playoffs. Might we not. might. They might be a first-round exit. Well, I, I actually want to see them come to Levi's Stadium. Oh, there you go. I want to pay them back. I want to pay them back for the NFC title game. And I want to see Eagles fans come to Levi's Stadium, talking their talk. Be careful when you talk that talk. Please do. We don't want no fighting in the stadium. But you can't call people the names you call people in Philadelphia out here in San Francisco. It's not going to work. It's just not. So be careful. Watch it's- your mouth. Yeah. Watch your mouth. I want I want everybody to have a good time at a football game. I do. I don't want to see videos circulating around the internet about that. But we'll get there when we felt get like, there. I felt like you're doing Kevin Hart and Forty Old Virgin when he's talking to the uh, the, <laughs> the dude selling the the TV and stuff. Watch your mouth. Watch all your right? mouth. 
First off, you're using too many big words. Now, because I don't understand it, I'm going to take right. it as disrespect. Watch, watch your mouth. <laughs> watch your mouth. And this team is so, like, it's so baffling, the offense, too, Bonte, when I'm watching the Eagles. And we're talking about the Eagles this morning because it's a massive loss for them and right. a huge, so, huge swing let's, let's for the 49ers. Yeah, it's a huge swing. Right now, the Eagles are the fifth seed in the NFC. Dallas right now is the top team in the NFC East. They control their own destiny. Now, Philadelphia has to win out, basically. Dallas plays Miami this week. They could lose that football game. They really can down in South Beach. But what it means is that the Niners basically have a two-game cushion. Even though they're one game up on Philadelphia and Dallas, they own the tiebreak over both teams. So they can afford to lose a game and still win two out of three and have home field advantage. They have an 88% chance to clinch home field advantage. Went on Christmas night against Baltimore. You go to the nation's capital against Washington. You handle business. And then you're chilling against the Rams. Now, oh, I don't know how they're yeah. going to manage that game. I don't like chilling against the Rams. I want to keep them out of the playoffs. Yeah, because the, the Rams might be in a win-and-you're-in scenario there if the Niners roll over. I don't want Sean McVay in the playoffs. No, I don't. No. I don't want the Rams in the playoffs. I want Rudy and Riverside to have to suck it and watch us in the playoffs. But I got receipts for days when it comes to Philadelphia. I do. And they're going to wear it. And they're going to hear from us. And I don't see any Eagle fans in the chat anymore. I don't see them on the Comcast business sex line. Who's the guy who called to say what he's going to smack us up? Well, ain't nobody smacking nobody up in Philadelphia. No, they're on 94 WIP, our sister station over there. Maybe we'll take Might some... be a banner day over hey, there, hey, actually. You know what? We may need to get some sound from over there. Get some sound from over there, because I want to hear them. Laughing at the misery? Oh, my gosh. Misery? Oh, my gosh. It couldn't happen it's to great. a better fan base. It's great. Couldn't happen to a better fan base. So, right now, as 49er fans, we're sitting pretty. And then we got the Warriors and Celtics tonight. Oh. Oh. Huh. Talk about another insuffer- oh. another insufferable fan base, Boston. Oh. But they're balling this year. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. Six and five away from Boston. Uh-oh. Six and five away from so Boston. So you're saying there's a chance. The way the Warriors and, are playing right now, why not? And, and you know what? Draymond Green's going to be away for at least three weeks, and I do want to get into that a little bit later. I like this new rotation. I like the starting lineup. Might not be the worst thing. I, right I, 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 there are some questions I have about the Warriors moving forward, but we'll get there. Just like we'll get the body at 7.30. I can't wait. There's so much chaos in football right now, Bonte. Anybody anybody taking Jalen Hurts over Brock Purdy right now? No! Jalen was about to cry post-game. He's talking about the team not being committed. That's supposed to be the leader of your team, and they're not committed? A team coming off the Super Bowl. Could you play that one more time for us, Lovin? Jalen Hurts, after the game, when the Eagles blew a double-digit lead, Seattle was 0-5. When followed behind by double digits. They get their first win of the season when trailing by double digits. And Jalen Hurts had this to say after the game. I've been talking about execution all year. Been on the same page. Everyone been on the same page. And we didn't execute. I don't think we're we're all were uh, committed enough. You know, you know, just just gotta turn it around. You know, um, you know, it's a challenge that we have to embrace. Just continue to see it through. What do you mean by that? About being committed enough? Commitment. I don't know nothing that I had a dictionary on me now. Um, excuse me. I don't know how else to say. <laughs> Someone must have been texting him the word, what it meant right there, that little ding. There you go. Commitment. The state or quality of being dedicated to a Ooh. cause, activity, or etc. You just hate to see it. You really do. <laughs> you just hate to see it. We don't hate, eight, to, eight, see, eight. We don't hate to see a... Uh, Boston, though, tonight. No, we don't. 888-957-9570. Roasters, how you feeling right now as a 49er fan? Think about this, Roasters. Think about this. 
if they handle their business on Christmas night, they're basically going to travel out of the Pacific time zone one more time this season. It all sets up so pretty. Trip to the nation's capital. But other than that, you're going to be playing at home. And if you advance to the Super Bowl, you're going to Las Vegas. That's an hour and a half flight, folks. Oh, life is good as a 49er fan. 888-957-9570. would love to hear your reaction from last night's Monday night game where the Seahawks, I can't believe we're rooting for the Seahawks, but that's where we're at right now. There are sons. There are little brothers. It was good to see I'm our little brothers. I'm being told that Vontae Hill has a Drew Locke jersey, a throwback Seahawks on the way. Oh, oh well, I don't know about that. <laughs> but I would love to continue to talk about this game. 888-957-9570. That's what's coming up on the game. Sponsored by the Inn at the Tides. Picture yourself in a cozy room by the fire, enjoying breathtaking views of Bodega Bay while reading the newspaper doing a Philadelphia loss last night. Oh, winter is so magical at the end at the Tides. Special winter midweek rate started just $179 per night. Breakfast included. Book your winter escape now at inatthetides.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the Morning Roast with Vontae and Shasky. Looking at me, I love me some T Pain. There was a, there was an era there, early two thousands. If a song featured T Pain, oh, it was a hitter. Pitbull, <laughs> absolute bangers. Hell, Flo Rida for a little bit there well, too. Pause. No, by the I'm way, just our boys, our boys, Dino and KC, they're up there doing you know ESPN thirteen twenty. Yeah. Also. Double dipping with their music station up there. I forget that it was at eleven twenty-five. I, I I don't gotta Google I think it. Gotta Google it. But they were on stage with Flo Rider a couple weeks ago. I'm not mad at that. At a concert. Okay. I'm not mad at that either. Those boys are next level up there, Sacramento. It, it took me a while to realize that Flo Rida meant Florida. I'm gonna just let that sit for a second. I'm gonna let that went sit. over my head a little bit. There, Shout out to Fred. 102.5. There you go. Thanks for keeping it, Faith. 102.5 up there. It's like, those boys are out there on the con. They're on stage with Flow Rider. Here you go. Filling themselves. Look, they, I love how Apple Lutman's bottom jeans, ride. boots with the fur. Yeah, come on. I love how Lubman is letting this ride. Let it ride. DJ Sammy Lubman. I like that. Oh, we're feeling good. Niner fans, come on. Christmas is six days away. That flannel screams Christmas, by the way, too. Yeah, I'm feeling it. I got, yeah, you know, I had to. Festive? A little festive today. Christmas is six days away. Your 49ers have won six straight out of the bye week. I'm optimistic, boss. Oh, you better be optimistic. They're averaging 30.4 points a game. And look how the league is opening up. Look how things are opening up. You're in the number one spot right now. DNC's going to come through Levi Stadium with Brock Purdy playing at an elite level. Who cares what Doug Gottlieb says? Who cares what Skip Bayless says? 
We know what we got out here. Duck got T-Ball's playing at an elite Doug, level. Doug Gottlieb said George Kittle couldn't block. He was not a blocking tight end. Do yeah. you remember that? Yeah, no When he doubt. first came onto the scene? I, I remember him as a college basketball player. And he couldn't shoot. Oh, no. And he dribbled like me. <laughs> he dribbled like Stanley from the office. Oh, no. So, <laughs> minor fans, how good does it feel right now? You should feel great right now. You should now. feel great. I, dare I say, the Niners are not... They might not lose another game, Ponte. How crazy is that? And they only have to travel once after Pacific time zone. Just once. Just against once. a very bad Washington Commanders team. Just once. And a short flight to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Big Niner earn. Big Niner earn. How are you feeling Big this Big Niner earn? Big Niner earn. A bad morning Niner game. Big Niner nation. Man, I, I'm so fired up. This is the most wonderful time of the year to be a Niner fan. And hey, sing ya, Nick Sirianni. He be saying that to his whole squad of Eagles and Eagle fans. And not only that, we got the whole bang bang Niner arsenal. We're gonna steamroll the NFC West and the division and the NFC. Our eyes are set and beyond, brothers. Have a good one. You too, big. How does it feel, Niner fans, to know that you broke the Philadelphia Eagles? You didn't just beat them. You smoked them. And you were chilling in the fourth quarter after dropping a 42-burger on them. In their house. After they talked that talk. After Hassan Reddick said, line them up. A lot of boo-hooing. A lot of whining and crying. They haven't been the same since. No, they're broken. They, they're talking about commitment to the team. They're talking like Jason Kelsey, the leader of that team, too, is just on. Like after they scored touchdowns, they're just sitting on the bench, just like eh. Like the the whole vibes are just so off there, and that's because the 49ers took their souls, Bonte. They're soulless right snatched, now. They snatched they their souls. They don't have a soul right now. You look at all these teams around the NFL, and I mentioned it earlier. There's so much frustration around the league. A lot of finger pointing, like you do this, you do that. Not a lot of good team football. No. But with the 49ers? Complete team. It's complete. They're, everyone is bought into their roles complete, right now. Complete team. From the head coach to the coordinators, Steve Wilkes. Uh, you got Brian Greasy, the quarterback coach. You got everyone bought into their roles right now. Oh, Jake Moody. Never heard of his name in weeks. He's perfect on extra points. Been perfect. So, uh, so uh, the vibes right now are immaculate right now. You bring up Mitch Wisnowski? No. Nope. Great. I haven't seen Mitch a lot, to be honest with you, <laughs> because the 49ers can't stop scoring. <laughs> 53 offensive touchdowns, 45 punts this season. And you know what? That also signals to me how confident Kyle Shanahan is in his quarterback. Mm. He, he's going to go for it more often than mm. not now. He's not going to sit and rest on his defense mm. gonna, because this is an offensive-driven team at the moment. Mm. And, that, and this is the first time in the Shanahan era we can say that. This isn't Nick Mullins. This isn't C.J. Beathard. This isn't Brian Hoyer. And you know, This isn't even Jimmy Garoppolo. This is Brock Purdy. Mm. And I'm not comparing Jimmy to all those other guys. He's a step above. But Brock is a step above Jimmy as well. Mm. And he has now catapulted himself into the upper echelon of the greatest quarterbacks in the game today. Wow. It's pretty amazing when wow. you think about it. And you take a step wow. back, and this is a season of giving and appreciating. Just appreciate what you're seeing with Brock Purdy right now. Because this is an MVP type of season. These don't happen all the time. Yeah. Drew Brees never won an MVP. Like, think about that. One of the greatest quarterbacks of his generation never won it. So, 
you know, and I, I know people are going to say, oh, well, you know, is he Cam Newton? No, I don't think this is a flash in the pan, Bonte. No, nah, this doesn't this feel isn't, like This, this no, feels like sustainable nah. to me. It feels different. Yes. Because Jimmy had numbers in 2019, but it felt like, uh, does Shanahan really trust him? And he had the injury concerns, too. And he too. had the injury concerns. Yes. So no, this one, and, and Brock Purdy's been beat up a little bit has. early in his career, but it just feels like, it feels like, this is going to be sustainable. It feels like this core group's going to be together for a little while longer. And that this window is not really closing. That this window is maybe just opening for the 49ers. Believe that. Yes. Uh, too much sauce here. I want to get his chat in. He spent $5 on the Super Chat. Thank you too much sauce for the contributions here and listening to the show. If we win a Super Bowl, where would C-Mac, Chris McCaffrey, ranking all-time Niner running backs? Uh, when we cross that bridge, we'll debate that all offseason. And that's going to be a fun debate if they win the Super Bowl. Chris McCaffrey, talent for talent, is up there with the best of them, no doubt. I'm still going Jerry Rice T.O. automatically just because of the longevity, and we've I seen mean, it. But Jerry, Jerry you can argue, is the greatest player in the history yeah, of the Yeah, hey, no, that's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> that's disrespectful to Jerry Rice. But Chris McCaffrey will be elevated because of that, because of what he's done here since he has been traded. This offense went to another level once Chris McCaffrey yeah, got here. It's true. It did. And I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy's been great. You know, and, and there's one thing I've been thinking about. We'll get to Manny in South City. You know, let's get to Manny in South City. I got something I want you to chew on during the break. Manny in South City, what's happening? What's up, Manny? Hey, good morning, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. Let me talk. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about how uh, last year that uh, we had that stat where the Niners are so physical. Once they beat down an opponent, they would lose, go on to lose that next game. Mm-hmm. I mean, little did I know the Seahawks were going to go into that tailspin. I mean, the Eagles were going to go into that tailspin and lose three straight, man. But, they, I, I, hey, I want to set this clear. I was not rooting for the Seahawks. I was rooting for the Eagles to lose. And uh, yeah. I'm trying to get that second bye week, man. If we could handle business these next two weeks, we could rest our starters against the Rams, man. And I'm trying to figure out: Am I going to the Ch- NFC Championship game or Vegas, man? I'm getting in debt. I'm getting a credit card, man. I'm putting it on the credit card. Hey, hey, Let's Manny, go hey, Ma- hey Manny, why not both? Yes, sir. Why not why both? Not, why not? Man? Why not why both? Not, man, we've I'm been waiting. Real faithful out there. Hey, Let's go. Why not both? Okay, fans? No, no, no. We've been waiting damn near thirty years for this moment. Thirty years, and if we don't, win, I'm telling you, they don't win it this year. The 49ers oh, oh, just no. thinking about it now. This will be the most devastating because uh, of how dominant they've been. That That is what I want to get at. Sam and I were talking, producer Sam Lubbin, also host of Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. He was saying, and it was interesting because all the talk has been Super Bowl or bust. And he's basically saying, like, well, I know it would suck and be disappointing, but it feels like this window is going to be open for a long time. Yeah. I don't think it'll ever be as wide open as it is this yeah, season. This, no. this one's it wide open. It feels like, yep. and because you can't count on, you know, the Eagles not revamping, retooling the offseason, the, the Cowboys, what are the Chiefs? Right. Everyone is going to be coming at the king in the yep. offseason. That's what happens. Everyone retools, yep. revamps. So this is the year you have to strike while the iron is hot. No but you know what, Spinoni? <laughs> They're not losing. That, the Niners got this. I don't think the so. The Niners got this. But I, I do want to take it one game at a time, though. You got the Baltimore Ravens. The arrogance is high right now. The arrogance meter is know. high. Yes. The arrogance meter is broken. But Deserved some, arrogance. Some of the dialogue. Some of the dialogue. Some of the dialogue that I'm hearing about Brock Purdy. Oh, Doug God. Gottlieb. And it got me thinking last night. I think it's hard. Like, everybody says, oh, Brock Purdy has all these weapons, all these weapons. It's so easy for him. To me, when you have weapons like this in the Debo, and a Kittle, and a Ayuk, and a Chris McCaffrey, 
I can make the argument that there's more pressure on the quarterback I to get them the ball. Agree there's with that. There's more pressure on the quarterback to make sure that everybody eats and that everybody stays happy. A lot of egos. A lot, a lot of egos. egos. Yeah. And the pressure to deliver that football on time, to get it to your playmakers. There could be more. Because not everybody. You could say, oh, it's so easy. Place any quarterback there. Ah, that's not the case. No. It's not the case. No. If it was that easy. We wouldn't be here with Brock Purdy. No, and it's it's honestly it's kind of ridiculous too right. because we've seen so many quarterbacks in years past with weapons just not be able to do anything. Hell, like I'm I'm looking at some of these offenses this year that you know don't have the greatest, mm-hmm. but at least show me something. I'm looking at Zach Wilson, who you know highly touted quarterback, and we can pick this up on the other side as well. I mean, he's got some weapons. He's got Garrett Wilson. He's got someone, but even then, I see these guys struggle. Just. If Brock was in another system, sure. Mate, would he look like this? I don't know. Yeah. But I, yeah. but th- that's a dumb argument. Right. I'm not switching Patrick Mahomes right. and Brock Purdy right now. I'm no, not. No, no, we're we're good here. We're good here. We I want Kadarius to Tony. I don't want that guy. No, no, we got, we got what we need out here. But if you're a Niner fan, how good do you feel knowing that you're basically one win away from hosting the entire NFC playoffs? It's coming through Levi Stadium, folks. But this is a Warriors game day, and we will get to a lot of Warriors stuff in the, in the last two hours of the show. We'll, we'll sprinkle it in the first couple. But we have Baldy coming up at 730. It's a Warriors game day brought to you by Xfinity. The Xfinity 10G Network, made for streaming live sports. The morning roast with Vontae and Shasky. Let me get this correct here. Let me let me let me clean this up. Too much sauce. You asked me about running backs. You asked me about running backs. Gore, Joe Jeff Perry, Roger Craig, over Chris McCaffrey, Rank. He'd be right up there with them with the Super Bowl. He's having an all-time 49er season. No matter what the position is. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I mean. <laughs> Receiver, tight end, running back, Chris McCaffrey's having one of those years. It's a, it's a top five season for in terms of just playmakers. You think about D-Ball's 2021, you could probably find five seasons of Jerry Rice at least. TL's had some great seasons. But in terms of running backs, where does Chris McCaffrey rank if they win a Super Bowl? Uh, you know what? He'd be up there with them. You know, it's tough for me to, to just elevate him above Frank Gore after all the years Frank Gore had, but there's no doubt Frank Gore this season is better than any individual season Frank Gore had, and that's including his season when he had 1,695 rushing yards. And it, and it just looks different, right, Bonte? It just does. The, the It's dynamic. It, it's the receiving aspect of it, and Frank Gore was awesome, but he was more of an in-between tackler guy. He was just That was the offense back then. So he was just running up the gut left and right. They would just run power a lot. So it, it just looks a lot different, and, and there is – some flash and pizzazz when you watch Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's been doing it since Stanford, so he's a household name and all that sort of stuff. And for him to come to this offense, and it always felt like if Kyle Shanahan could get someone like Christian McCaffrey, it would just, it would take off. You thought this would be like, and and you mentioned this comp before, when Reggie Bush was coming out of college. Mm -hmm. This is what you thought it would be in the right system, right? Mm -hmm. And now Christian McCaffrey's doing it, and he's making it look like that, and this isn't college. This is the NFL. He's snatching linebackers' souls right now at this level, and it's just fun to see. And that's a credit to this offense, to the spacing, to Brock Purdy, everyone. Just again being bought in. You know, it's and it's not like he had bad seasons in Carolina. He did go thousand to thousand in Carolina yes. one season. Yes, he just couldn't really stay healthy. Good. He just, you know, he had a couple years where he just couldn't stay healthy. Had a lot of, and I know people are going to talk about the touches and you know what it means next season or whatnot. It's you know what. 
It is what it is next season. Can we we'll win a Super Bowl season. first before we worry no, about that? We'll, we'll get the next season when we get the if next I'm season. A fan, but Christian McCaffrey doesn't want to come out of the game. No. But think about this deal. Think about this deal. The Niners sent a second, third, and fourth round pick in 2023 and a fifth round pick in 2024 to the Panthers for Christian McCaffrey. And ESPN gave it a C minus grade. And I, mean, I don't think and I don't think people understood what Sean, Kyle Shanahan was going to do with this guy. What he want to do with Jarek McKinnon is what is that is what he's doing with Christian McCaffrey right now, Spadone. Line him up in the slot, motion him out of the backfield, line him up out wide, run him between the tackles, run him outside, run the screen game, run him deep, wheel routes, angle routes, Texas routes, you name it. It's Shanahan's got the ultimate like Dante Hall, that was the ultimate joystick. Yeah. You know, the human joystick with the Kansas City Chiefs back in the day. Well, that's what we got with Christian McCaffrey. It's just, I don't think people understood, like, this was the final piece of the puzzle to play alongside Debo Kittle and, of course, Brendan Ayuk. And it feels like every single one of them complement each other, whether it's Ayuk's route-running ability, whether it's the physicality of a Debo Samuel, whether it's both in George Kittle plus the blocking aspect. Oh, by the way, if McCaffrey needs to take a playoff, Elijah Mitchell's pretty damn good. Jordan Mason now, pretty damn strong. So Mm -hmm. the physicality to match the speed... It's got to give you nightmares if you're opposing defenses. Like, pick your poison anytime you want. And I got to give credit to John Lynch here. I mean, outside of the DeForest Buckner trade, Bonte, and and obviously DeForest Buckner is an all-pro player with the Colts. Very good. Um, He's hit a home run on damn near all these trades, it felt like. Like, and even if they don't come to, like, maybe home run strong, at least right. a single, like, he's hitting on them. McCaffrey was a home run, obviously. Right. Um, Trent sure, Williams, Williams, home run. Uh, we'll see with Chase Young and Randy Gregory, but what they gave up for him, it's like, yeah. why not, right? Why not? Why like, not? So, so stuff like that. I, mean, I even look at the D4 traits, but don't even yeah. have to cut you off. Yeah. The D4 trait worked. His body failed him. Yes. Signing Quan Alexander. What Quan Alexander brought to this defense early on, and, of course, he helped Drake Greenlaw. And, you know, I know a lot of people, oh, man, get rid of Quan Alexander. He was good for the 2019 Niners. He was. Yeah. Now, you had some bad deals. No, but the Trey Lance deal turned out to be a bad it deal. Did. I'll give credit. The Jimmy Garoppolo deal ended up being a good one for them. That was a sneaky. And, yes. and no matter how we talk, that's such a good point, Spadoni. Yeah. What you gave up for Garoppolo, second-round pick was worth it. It was worth it. It brought credibility back to the organization when he became yep. the quarterback. Yep. Absolutely. And then John Lynch, obviously, with his ties with Stanford, being a graduate from there, he knows all about Christian McCaffrey. So this one, to your point, slam dunk. And did he feel pressured by Bonta Hill and Joe Shasky last year to make this trade? That's the real well, question. Yeah, that, we, you know, the, he and I were watching that clip back when I was like, what about Chris McCaffrey to the Niners? And it was just, yeah. uh, we didn't, you know, there was, oh, there's too much money. Oh, they don't need a running back. Oh, this and that. Well, it always comes back to the running back, but then when you have a really good one, you, you, don't, want, one, you don't want to let him go. Josh I mean, Jacobs at the Raiders. Look at, look at Josh Jacobs. Look at Derrick Henry with the Titans. Are the Titans even a, a, a playoff thought the last few no. seasons without Derrick no. Henry? Not even close. Kenneth Walker the third last night. Yeah. Against the Philadelphia Eagles. Flipped that football game. Yep. So, you know what? Uh, you could say Red Eye saying that CMC's not a bull runner. He's a finesse runner, slip and slide runner. Dude, <laughs> have you not been watching Chris McCaffrey run through the tackles? Between the tackles this season, slipping and sliding through the tackles, physicality. That, that might have been the narrative heading out of college what, what? from Stanford, but he put on so much muscle. He added like 30 or 45 pounds of muscle on this guy, yeah. and now he is ready to take those shots and take yep. those hits. It's no, it's no secret about his injury history. 
It's also should be shocking that he's stayed in such great shape this year that he's been able to, you know, play through the oblique right. at times, play through all these things. He hasn't skipped a beat, Bonte. When I watch him out right. there, doesn't look slow, doesn't look like there's any wear and tear on him. Did you forget him punking Akella Witherspoon in week two on the sideline? Oh. What the hell are you talking about, Red Eye? He's not a not a power runner. He cared. He went to Stafford when all they do is run between the tackles at Stafford. Toby Gerhardt? What are you talking about? What are you talking I about? Knew, I knew McCaffrey was going to be special. I think it was the Rose Bowl against Iowa. Oh, when he had the first, it was the first punt of the day, which I'm no, sure was like was the fi- first. No, it was the first play of the game offense. First play of the game. Off- no, first- I thought it was a punt, and then oh, it was okay. It was the first. So they play. got the kickoff, and then they get took- the ball at the twenty or twenty-five yard line. He ran a Texas route. Night, 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 night. I swear he had a punt return for a touchdown. No, no, look, yeah, he did. Okay, that's he the did. one I was thinking of. He did. He did but have the a- first play yes. of the game. He caught the pass out of the backfield. Texas route went to the house, and it was basically a game saying I should have been the Heisman Trophy winner. That was his coming out party. And well, it was even before that the Pac-12 championship against your USC Trojans. Well, the East Coast was sleeping during that time. They oh, yeah, that's, that's right. Why. That's right. Yeah. Well, he flipped that game on a Texas route. That's why we, when he got traded here, we played all the Stanford highlights to remind Niner fans what we're getting here at Chris McCaffrey. This guy's special. Special. Finesse runner? What the hell are you talking about? Finesse. Let's get to Chris in Virginia first before we get to this. The, the white running back has got to be finesse. Yeah, well, it whatever. Has, it has I mean, we're going to get to Chris in Virginia. Then we got some sound to play from a dummy who has a national sports talk radio show. Chris in Virginia, what's oh. happening? What's going on, fellas? What's going on? What up, Chris? Uh, I've been a, life, been a lifelong Niner fan for a long time since I was a kid, but it's a pleasant surprise to see the way our Niners fans are taking over stadiums all around the NFL. Mm. Uh, it, it just seems like, you know, even back in the uh, Super Bowl days, we didn't travel like we travel now. Maybe it's because we built our brand up so much uh, globally, but I think it's a pleasant surprise, and it's a big up to the players that we're playing now to see our 49ers fans come out all around the country, East Coast or West Coast, yep. and it's a credit to John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and the players. Go Niners! Hey, Chris, 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 you going to the game in uh, against uh, you going to the game out there? I'm trying to make it to DC. Yeah. I'm trying to make it to DC. How far yeah, is yeah, that yeah, from I'm you? Get, How far is that from you, uh, Orlando, over Maryland? Four hours. Four hours. Okay. Mm. From where I am. Okay, so you'll make the drive. So it's not. Yeah, probably gonna make that drive on up there to check that game out. Oh yeah. But you know, it's like I told y'all before, fellas, we break through this year. The window's gonna be open. Brock could match Joe. I know it's crazy to say. But Brock look, could match Joe. He, you know, <laughs> get the one, get, and then the one. Yep. Well, he gets one. He matches Steve Young. Yeah. Think about that. He met, he gets one. He matches Steve as Young. a starter. <laughs> Steve got some. His like backup. you know, nine two five Comcast business text line. B. I love the people that still think CMC and the rest of the Niners are still a finesse team. I don't know what they are watching. We're nowhere close to finesse. I, I don't. I don't even know where that comment comes from. Do you not see McCaffrey put his shoulder in there? I mean, <laughs> well, it's funny because I feel like the narrative heading into this year and for this Eagles squad was that they were physical because of their offensive line and AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts is a big, strong quarterback, right? Who's the more physical out of those two teams, the Eagles or the Niners? The the Niners, not even close, not even close. Did we and then we just, just watched it a couple weeks yeah, ago, December third. Do we not watch them get punked, punked in their own house? I mean, I don't think anyone in the league right now, and it's going to be interesting because. The other team that I would say is probably maybe not as close as them, but maybe on par, is the Baltimore Ravens. They like to hit on defense. They are a physical team on on defense, though, Bonte. On offense, with no Mark Andrews, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I mean, Lamar, 
He can get hit and he can get hurt. <laughs> I mean, this guy, by the way, a lot of people are saying, hey, Ponte, did you see the Jerry Rice post? There's a Jerry Rice post. And it's him passing the torch to Chris McCaffrey. And the caption is, 20 touchdowns this season, Chris McCaffrey. Keep it moving. Great win today against the Cardinals. And it's a great photo because Chris McCaffrey's three touchdowns away from tying Jerry Rice's single-season record with the 49ers. Now, Jerry Rice did it in 12 games. That's so ridiculous. I'm I mean, sorry. 12 as a, games? Yeah, as a wide receiver. Oh, my God. 23 touchdowns, 12 games. Just sick. Oh, my just God. Just sick. But then, you know, so you got Christian McCaffrey. And a lot of people gave the Niners a bad grade. Oh, why do they need Christian McCaffrey? And all of a sudden, he's one of the best players in the league. And then Debo Samuel. Oh, Debo Samuel's a wide back. He's a running back. Well, Kyle Madsen had the numbers yesterday. And what he's done since the bye week. And all he's done is score eight touchdowns. <laughs> and do everything. Rushing, receiving, jet sweeps, motion in the backfield, fade routes, crossers, drags, slants. He's done everything. And, and Bonte, this all comes back to Brock Purdy. Like yes. all, everything changed when he became the quarterback. Everything, it just, it was the missing piece of the puzzle, the Rubik's Cube, whatever. It just unlocked everything. And, and Christian McCaffrey is also a part of that. If you want to do like half the key, sure. But it's just, everything is so perfect right now. And obviously, I'm waiting for something to happen as soon as I say that. Something's not, but you know what? This team's built for adversity, too. They could overcome things like that. I understand they had their little blip early on. It was a mm-hmm. big blip, three-game losing streak. Mm-hmm. No Williams, mm-hmm. no Debo Samuel. That hurts. That's tough for anyone to overcome. I mean, the best, one of the best, if not the best, left tackle in the history of the right. sport, and then one of the most physical, if not the most physical wide receiver, mm-hmm. a guy that which Brock feels most comfortable yep. with, it's going to affect a guy. Right. But you know what? They have a system in place, yep. and they've shown in the past, Kyle Shanahan, took Jimmy Garoppolo to an NFC championship with a bum arm and his left tackle's arm was falling off too. Like they looked awful on offense. They, they almost played the Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl with Jimmy with no arm. Yeah. Like this is how good this guy. And now he has Brock Purdy who is an MVP and Chris McCaffrey yeah. who's also an MVP candidate. Yep. Like <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's the Niners right now and, and everyone has to just watch and, it and look from behind. Especially after the Eagles close. lost last night. The Eagles lost last night. We'll get back to the Jalen Hurts sound and, and the final call yesterday. 916 Comcast Business X line throwing, catching, and running TD in that Pac 12 championship game against USC. I'm telling you, being there live in person is one of the most special individual performances I've ever seen in my life from Chris McCaffrey. He was unbelievable in that football game. Unbelievable. Was that against Sam Darnold? Yep. Uh, I think Sam Darnold was a quarterback. Okay. Uh, I don't remember, to be honest with you. I don't remember. I just remember Chris McCaffrey dominating the football game, and I'm walking out that stadium saying, damn, this dude is good. Damn. Hey, I thought I was watching Reggie Bush at USC. That's how special he was. By the way, you're listening to 95.7 Game, KGMZ, FM, and AC1, San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, your favorite 95.7 Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. Do not forget, you could also watch us every single day on our YouTube and Twitch streams. Just log out and search 95.7 Game. Be sure to like and subscribe to the channel while you are there. Shout out to the Comcast Business Sex Line. Good morning, everybody on YouTube and Twitch. Good morning, everybody out there in their cars listening to us this morning. Spadoni in for Shasky. Shasky's all good. Spadoni's doing a hell of a job. And you brought up Brock Purdy. You brought up Brock Purdy because he's going to break the single-season passing yardage record for the 49ers. He's going to be numero uno. When we look at the history books in tw- you know, next year, it's going to be Brock Purdy number one in terms of yards thrown in a season. And he may be number one in touchdown passes. We'll see how the next three games play out. This is a run-first team, by the way. Just want everyone to know that. Is that- this is a run-first offense, too. Yeah, it's a run-first offense. Run-first <laughs> offense. 
This guy's averaging over nine yards complete. He's number one in all the categories when it comes to quarterback, right? <laughs> but Doug Gottlieb, who was an okay college basketball player and has had some controversial takes in the past. Remember what you brought this up, Spinoni? <laughs> he said George Kittle wasn't a blocky tight end. Might have been the freezing, most freezing cold take of cold takes. Like, come on. The one thing he's known for, blocking? Come on, man. He came out on these airways, too, and tried to defend himself. He just sounded even dumber. Who did he come out with? Uh, a former afternoon show host here. Ah, uh, yes. gotcha, gotcha. Well, he's back in the news for all the wrong reasons. Where to play BC22, Lubman. Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> Listen to this. He says any quarterback can win in the 49ers system. Look, this is not me saying that Brock Purdy's not having a great year. He's not playing good football. I'm not saying that. He's not way better than where he's drafted. Sure. But come on, man. Trevor Lawrence in that system. I mean, go through all the quarterbacks. They'd all be good. You know why? Because they're really well coached. They have a great offensive line. They're the best running back in football. They have an elite tight end, and they have elite wide receivers. Outside of that, they're missing some things on offense. All right. So he has that cut. And then let's just play the next one. Replace any quarterback with Brock and they win. I could probably go 15 quarterbacks deep at least that would have as good or better a record as the San Francisco 49ers have now if Brock Purdy was replaced by them at quarterback. Because to me, value is basically wins above replacement. You know that stat in baseball, wins above replacement? Now, if I put anybody else in your position, can you be as effective? And I would, I think Christian McCaffrey's the best running back by a good amount, but I would, I'm also willing to admit that, again, behind that offensive line, when it's healthy in that scheme, we've seen, I mean, look at what the Miami Dolphins do with two different running backs occasionally. We've seen some pretty good numbers. I, I, I'm going to hold on. So, Trevor Lawrence, you use as an example, first of all, Trevor Lawrence has not been awesome this year. I don't know if you've watched a lot of Jacksonville Jaguars games. Oh, I have, unfortunately. 18 touchdowns, 10 picks. He likes to turn the ball over a lot. Good quarterback now. Good great. quarterback. I don't know if he's great, though. He's not having a great season. Brock mm-hmm. Purdy's having a great season. Now, his, his example, hey, if you switch him, sure. Will Trevor have more success? I'm sure, because Kyle Shanahan is a great coach when it comes to quarterback play. Doug Peterson, though? Guy won a Super Bowl. Also, not a bad offensive coach. If if you like, right? Beat Tom Brady. So this guy's pretty good. The Philly special. Belichick. Belichick. Yes, and Patricia. By the way, who's now the defensive coordinator for the mm. Eagles? You saw that pencil on his head. Mm. Um, so I, I take umbrage with Trevor Lawrence as a comparison. Now, if you want to do Patrick Mahomes, sure. Patrick Mahomes is a, one of the greatest players of all time. Sure. But I found myself doing what Doug's doing now early on in the season. Like, hey. You know, if you're Kyle Shanahan or John Lynch and you see Trevor Lawrence out there or you see Joe Burrow or you see Josh Allen, yeah, I'm taking all those guys. Of course, right now. Now, outside of Patrick Mahomes, I think I'm sticking with Brock Purdy. For this system, for this team, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not touching it, man. I, I, I'll open I up the lines. I, it, like, is, yeah. is, is, am I crazy for saying that? 888-957-9570. Outside of Patrick Mahomes... I'm taking Brock Purdy with this team over any other quarterback. Well, because he is maximizing it to a point where I have never seen. Does anybody even care about Doug Gottlieb? Number one, like I don't. I listen to him, and I'm saying I've never gone to Doug Gottlieb for one football take in my life. If I want to go, let's educate myself about football. I do not go to Doug Gottlieb. Number one, 
Number two, no, you go to the pregame show five to six Monday through Friday. Yeah, Joe Spadoni. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with Doug Gottlieb. I, I just, I don't even know why I played the sound. Because now I felt like I lost. Now you're angry. Now you're no, angry. I'm not even, no, I'm not angry. I just felt like I just got dumber. I mean, it's just, what are you talking about? Yeah. What is plug and play? Like the first of all, the pressure on Brock Purdy to deliver with this team. Yes, I know he doesn't make a lot of money, but the Kirk Cousins rumors and knowing who Kyle Shanahan is as a coach, Shannon Sharp made the point earlier this season that he is not a patient guy. So it's imperative. I mean, it behooves Brock Purdy to play at this level under Kyle Shanahan because of the lack of patience he has for his quarterbacks. And I think Shanahan, so, so, I think we should change that narrative a little bit, though, because I think he is getting more patient with Brock. Well, I think there he is a, finally has a quarterback yes, he trusts. Yes, But the minute Brock, if Brock Purdy goes through a six, six-week six spell, with, and, I, and it came, Sam Dardot, I don't think he's good no. at all. But Shanahan, to, to my point, Shanahan's not a patient guy. He's always looking for the next guy, right? It feels like with Brock Purdy, He's going to settle down and ride with this yes. guy for a little bit. Yes. You know, he said never felt like that with Jimmy. Obviously, he didn't feel like that with Trey Lance. Uh, we saw the quarterbacks in Washington, RG3 and whatnot. So, I, with that said, the pressure on Brock Purdy to deliver and play at a high level. There's a lot of pressure with this fan base. When you wear that 49er jersey and the quarterbacks that have come before him, there's a lot of play, pressure playing this position with this fan base in this region, in this league. So I don't buy the notion that, oh, you just plug and play anybody, you can win. I think Justin Herbert's overrated. I told you that in August. Yeah. We were talking, and it, we, it was you and I doing a shot. I was like, Justin Herbert's overrated. I'll take Brock over Justin Herbert. Well, and people are looking at that Chargers job now. Brandon Staley getting fired, their former head coach. They're like, hey, Chargers are the number one destination because they got a quarterback. I was are like, they? okay. They are paid they? the quarterback a lot of money, though. Are they? Is Justin Herbert good enough to overcome all the – the uh, craziness I mean, that happens with that organization. So fine, fine. You want to take Mahomes? You want to take Lawrence? Or if you want to I'm take taking Burrow, Mahomes, and that's it. You take a Joe Burrow. You probably take a Joe Burrow for <laughs> You probably take a Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, you take a Joe, Joe Burrow. But it's okay. You I know, don't, I don't know. But 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 you know what? His I, injuries I, but, concern me. But, 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 but you know what? I don't really care. I've got Brock right now, and I'm good. Yeah, I got Brock Purdy leading this offense, and they're scoring 30 points a game. They're scoring 30 points a game, and they're breaking records. Records. They look. We're we're now comparing this offense to the best offenses we've ever seen in 49ers history. So you know you could take this guy and that guy over Brock Purdy, but I don't really care. And it's a myth that any quarterback can win in the 49ers system. Because you know what? It's been proven wrong that any quarterback can't win. Nick Bullets couldn't win in the system. It's so funny because I'm thinking about this like across all sports too. Only the quarterback, the most scrutinized, highly sought after everything, the most polarizing position in American sports gets this dissected, the the, the microscopic view. Nowhere else are we saying so-and-so is a system player because they had success one place. Like just It's not Brock Purdy's fault Mm -hmm. he didn't have success prior to Kyle Shanahan, like in the NFL. That's who he came in with. And that's what I think everyone wants to see. Oh, let's see him do it. No. The 49ers are smart enough to draft this guy. Maybe they got lucky, but who cares? They drafted him, and now he's succeeding. Everywhere else, we're giving them credit. Yep. Dak Prescott, what, fourth-round pick? Mm-hmm. Derek Carr, second-round pick? Like, when they had those. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. second-round pick? Mm-hmm. Like, outside of first-rounders, we give all these teams credit, but why is it so hard to give credit for the 49ers getting them in the seventh round? I don't get it. I mean, the Niners, 
Vic on uh, YouTube makes a great point. Oh, love Vic. V-I-K? V-I-K. Out of the Netherlands, yeah. Out of the Netherlands. Yeah. Oh, he's international. That's I didn't right. know that. Yep. Shout out to the Netherlands. I got to get out there. I always love their soccer team. When they're in the World Cup and they're wearing their orange kits, I love them. Oh, the them. Flying Dutchman's oh, a great nickname, too. I've been waiting for them to win Wesley the World Schneider, Cup. Wesley Schneider, Robert man, Van Persie. Come, yeah, yeah. They've, they've come up short a little bit. Yeah, but, against Spain uh, back in 2010. Yeah. They're scoring 30 points a game through three quarters. That's what we're talking about here, folks. That's what we're talking about. And we're going to talk to Brian Baldinger here on the other side, and I cannot wait. But, yeah, but you know what? Guys like Doug Gottlieb's going to talk like that no matter what happens. The Niners can win the Super Bowl 50 to nothing. Guys are still going to pick apart Brock Purdy. And you know what? I don't really care. I don't care what Doug Gottlieb says. So that's the end of that one. Jeff in South Carolina will get you on the other side. Baldy's going to join us at 730. Spadoni and Bonte here on the morning roll. So that's what's coming up. Sponsored by Fremont Bank. Full service banking. No compromises. Hey, what's going on? It's Willard and Dibs, and we want to wish everybody a very happy holiday season. My favorite season. It's everyone's favorite season. It's gift season, and I'm not so good at the giving as I am at the receiving, just in case you have some ideas this year. That is uh, too much information. Okay. And uh, no, I will not be getting you a gift. I've spent all my money on other people. And all your time with me, but for all of you spending your time with us, thank you so much. Happy holidays from us to you. Whatever you celebrate, Keep making it a true celebration sensation. That's a buck. Ask anyone who wants to put more jingle in their holidays and in their pocket. At NorCal Honda Dealers Final Days of Happy Honda Days, get best-of-the-year deals on a reliable, fun-to-drive Honda that saves on gas, on repairs, and on holiday hassles. Cha-ching, ching-a-ling. Save on fuel-efficient Accord and CRV hybrids that can take you to the snow and back without charging. On sporty, dependable Civics and HRVs that make every ride hella jollier. And on rugged, roomy pilot and passport SUVs that can dance across ice and snow like eight tiny reindeer without all the infighting and celebrity attitude. And with high-tech safety features and a Bose premium sound system, you'll be ho-ho-hoing for years to come. Happy Honda Days end January 2nd, so dash into your NorCal Honda dealer now. For more information, visit NorCalHondaDealers.com or ask anyone who owns a Honda. Visit Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill to see the full selection of Bosch appliances. From refrigerators with their trademark farm fresh system that extends food freshness so you can make less trips to the grocery store, or dishwashers with precision wash technology that helps to clean, sanitize, and dry dishes and eliminate up to 99.9% of bacteria. You can see all of the Bosch appliances displayed beautifully in live working vignettes at Friedman's Appliance in Pleasant Hill or at Friedman'sAppliance.com. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. The next generation 10G network only from Xfinity. The future starts now. Now through March 21st, new customers can get 1.2 gigabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for just $25 a month for two years with no annual contract and Wi-Fi equipment included when you add Xfinity Mobile with unlimited data at regular rates. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. 
Requires paperless plan and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and Wi-Fi equipment. Actual speeds vary. Since first opening its doors in 1964, Fremont Bank has approached banking with a simple idea in mind. Growth comes one customer at a time. You see, while some institutions might be on the lookout for the next big thing, we like to think that's what you'll be. And when you achieve great things, it leads to success throughout the community. It also allows us to continue our tradition of giving back to the region. It's a strategy that's proven successful for nearly 60 years, and we expect to continue success for years to come. Fremont Bank, putting the community in community banking. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price fair. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.